sometimes the walking, the walking around in the street gives you a different perspective on life, on life, gives you a different perspective on um, just things in general. It feels more organic to walk around and talk on the phone. So I'm talking to my people, right? One second. Feels organic. And then the end of the recording feels organic too. It's like, I'm like, yeah, I'm done. And then I stop recording. <laughs> you know? So. Straight up. We are out here. We're out here in a nice summer day. I can hear that wind. Hope you all can't hear it. We're out here on a nice summer day. And it's interesting because life continues on, right? It doesn't matter that things have gone upside down. Life continues on, right? And this is what I want to say. I want to kind of stress that point about life not being normal. I was too young to... I was young enough to understand exactly what was going on in 9-11, but I was too young to appreciate the global geopolitical fucking implications of that shit. I just knew that what I was watching on TV was nuts. Um, and then you learn more and more years later. I won't get into all that, but this, we're kind of watching in real time because the world, this is my theory and you're going to think I'm crazy, but my theory is that the internet And all of the things related to the internet have created this weird kind of like, what would be the term? It's not a time machine, but time accelerates. Could be because of age. Like, I'm young when I'm not that young. (laughs) Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not 15. But I'm not also not like... I'm not 70, so it's like I'm in between somewhere. And time is, whew, just going. Anyway, I think some of this has to do with the internet. Like, on one sen- in one sense, before you know it, you scrolled, you have done a whole bunch of shit, next thing you know it's 2 p.m. That kind of thing. But also... Well, I'm going to snap a picture of this house because it's for sale and I'm pretty sure houses are going to be cheap right now. Who the fuck's trying to buy a house? One second. Okay, we're back. So anyway, the internet has sort of has shortened and expanded time in a very strange way. I feel like months get lost 
I also feel like sometimes, I feel like a week is like a day. I feel like a month is like a week. And then other times, I'm doing a bunch of shit and then when I look at the clock, it's like 20 minutes has gone by. And I think this is by design. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think the people that were, oh, actually my dad told me this. So a bit of background. My dad's a computer scientist, but we were never um, close, ever. Um, he dipped when I was 13. And I never really saw him again. But when I have seen him again, sorry for the sniffling, man. It's fucking bullshit, that's cool. Anyway, um, I see him when I'm like 31. And he tells me, and he ain't the type to, like, I mean, everybody tells lies, white lies. Everybody does. But he's telling me about a project he's working on. And I'm like, do you mean CERN? He's like, um, yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Because I had been researching CERN for like a while. So, I didn't tell too much about my theories about, like, time and shit, but he was telling me he was, I mean, he was working on some project related to CERN. Anyway, my theory is that, like, we're living in a time, we're living in a world where they, whoever they are, there's a compression of time, there's an expansion of time, and we just walk through it. And we don't have a fucking clue what the fuck's going on. Why? Because pre-February or so, and for some people in the world pre-January, we just did the schedule, right? We did the routine. Get up. Take care of kids. And see, I'm throwing taking care of kids now into the mix. Take care, <laughs> taking care of kids. Send them to school or daycare. Going to work. Dealing with your fucking bullshit colleagues. Dealing with your good colleagues. Dealing with your shitty or good boss. Getting Tim Hortons at some point. Doing meaningless paperwork. All busy work. That just distracts you from the rest of life. And then you make a commute home on a packed bus. You're pissed off. Or you're not. Maybe your mindset is whatever. And then... And then after that, you go home, you kick it around for a few hours, and then it's back to the same routine that distracts you from the fact that you're living in this world of contracted and expanded time. 
But now, since whatever the fuck COVID-19 really is, and I'll, I'll jump on that ledge and say that shit. Whatever COVID-19 or coronavirus is, really, whatever happened <laughs> there has forced us to stay inside and now reevaluate time. Okay? So now there's this mass reevaluation of time, and people are looking at time. And I, uh, what was I listening to? Someone was, it was like a bunch of, it wasn't even one thing. It was a bunch of people questioning, like, well, yo, what the fuck's actually going on here? Now, when you have that, they were calling it a mass awakening. And don't worry, I won't go too far down this road. This is my own independent research type of thing. But, you know, people are waking up like, what the fuck? My life was predicated on this job. I'm talking about non-essential workers. My life was predicated on this job that doesn't mean anything. And I've lost time with my kid or my wife or whatever in order to slave for this company that if I die will replace me. There's a subreddit called anti-work, which I love to read, it's so funny. Anyway, (laughs) one guy was talking about how, I forgot the math, but when he adds up the amount of time he spends with his kid, it's something like, in a day, he might spend three hours, so three times seven, 21. So he spends 21 hours with his kid a week. And I'm like, damn. That's not a lot of time. <laughs> now is it all the time in the world. I hope that guy is really at home right now, enjoying it. Props to that guy. You know? But so, like I keep saying, the holes in the system, the rug has been pulled out from underneath you. The veil has been pulled back. It could, even if it's momentarily, whenever they sort all this shit out, which will take a while, I put it like this. When I was, when I was homeless, there was a build up to it, all right? Now, when I went homeless, it took me That was 2014. It took me to 2016, really 17, because my mentality was still street mentality. Took me to 2017 to really, really get back on track. So that's three years of an individual getting this shit back together. Now, I understand the system is more complex and has more resources and money and shit behind it, but if if it takes me three years, imagine the system, (laughs) you know? And imagine 
there's all these moving parts to the system and all of these nations and a lot of them are fucked up and a lot of them don't even agree a lot of them if they wanted to go to war they could a lot of them want to go to war <laughs> you know what I mean? but they can't <laughs> for different reasons and so there's this is like a reset when that word reset becomes a common word, you know that some shit's up. I'm going to light my cigarette again. Hold on. One second. So, you have this reset. Now you got to figure out how you're going to get all of the fake reality back in order and it's done so now we're entering new reality and i'm not talking the new reality that justin trudeau will like to throw around in the speeches or heads of state will throw around fuck that i'm talking about we will not accept the normalcy of get up go to work we're now realizing our time is too, 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 too valuable. We don't get the time back, you know? We don't get that time back, yo. Hold on, I'm gonna get coffee. One second. All right, we're back. So, I don't know what I was talking about before. I think the compression and expansion of time and up. Yeah, right. So people are realizing their time is valuable. Their time off is valuable. And since their time off is valuable, and since they are getting checks that don't necessarily match up with the cost of living, but they are getting some, it means that they're realizing that, why the fuck do I dedicate? First of all, that's your money. <laughs> that's serve money. And I guess in the US, that one grand that they give you one time, that's your money. So don't, too, don't clap your hands too much. You know what I mean? Don't clap your hands too much. <laughs> giving you your money back. <laughs> Here's your money back so you can survive. Get the fuck out of here. Anyway. Time. <sighs> Whether it's expanded or contracted, it's your time. You don't get it back. You don't want the years to go by and you're like... What the fuck? 10 years went by and I didn't spend no time with fam. I didn't spend no time with friends. All I did was push paper and look at Excel spreadsheets and type stupid documents that don't mean anything that nobody really reads. And if they do read it, they may nitpick it. And if there's nothing to nitpick, they just put in a drawer. Like, you know what I mean? Like, 
Now, there's jobs that have meaning. Like, for example, I'm looking at the spot Pro Physio Sports Medicine. That's That means something. People are fucked up out here with their carpal tunnel syndrome and their fucked up posture. You know what I mean? Oh, chiropractic, chiropractic and massage clinic. That definitely means something. Goodyear. Well, I mean, nobody's driving around much. There's, <laughs> there's no cars out here. I wonder if it's just because it's Sunday or they're tightening up with the... I mean, where do people have to go? Actually, a lot of people probably left town. They left town because um, it's Easter. When I get home, I should do my Easter fucking... What is it? My Easter text. I should be doing that. I should be doing my Easter text. Anyway, I'm lighting another smoke. One second. My main vice right now is cigarettes. And I had beat cigarettes for three years, but we're back at it as of last year sometime. And uh, I guess coffee is a vice. But really, I would hate to be one of them people who like, they got their two grand and or there's three grand in some cases and they just lined up at the booth store like I need escapism please give me my escapism <laughs> like what the fuck man I mean I can't judge because I was I would be one of them I remember there was a time so I banked with for the Canadians, CIBC. I used to bank with TD. And one year I randomly remembered that, wait a minute, they owe me 1200. So, and this is classic addict thinking like, this next big money that I'll get, this will be the money that I'm gonna use to, to, to not waste. And, all this shit. I got my 1200 check. And I'll ask it in the form of a yes or no question. Yes or no, that money got blown. <laughs> oh, shit. But it also shows you the, the nature of money and how meaningless it can be in those petty amounts like 1200 wow what was i really going to do with 1200 i'd already paid rent i'd already like could have been next month's rent but I mean, you know what i mean it's like when you have an active addiction and you're handed over 1200 
right? Even when you're working and you're handed a $1,200 check, people are blowing it. So imagine just getting the check. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, an extra $1,200. Fuck. These are the type of things that I wouldn't say I think about a lot, but this is addict shit. I, I was teaching addicts. Well, sorry, I was holding groups with addicts. A lot of them wouldn't talk. Some would. Some were overly talky. Some would get off topic. But I would let the conversation go where it needs to go because they need to get it out. And nobody's listening to them anyway, so at home. I shouldn't say that. I'm sure people were listening. Hold on, I'm going to take a picture. All right, we're back. So... Not 1,200. Oh no, we're off the topic of the 1,200. We're talking about who listens to to addicts and their shit. Not many. Not many. So, my role is to listen to them, listen to their stories. One of the rules is no personal stories, but I mean, fuck that, man. You get the most out of the personal stories. Anyway, back to the time thing. People are valuing their time more. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, a discarded mask. Ooh, discarded gloves. Anyway, people value their time more. They're realizing that the system for which they were slaving themselves for does not give a fuck about them. And maybe it does in some cases, right? But in other cases, you just got laid off and that was the end of it, you know? You're sitting there like, what the fuck? I've dedicated X number of years to a company and they just cut me loose because of this COVID-19 shit. It happens, you know. That shit happens. It happens more than you think. It happens every day. But a ma- it happening a mass scale. <laughs> the way it's happening. Seven million people in the US. Two point whatever three or four million here. Like yo, 
Not many people are essential workers. We see who the essential workers now are. It's not some dude in a desk. Well, that's not true. There's some desk dwelling people who are in fact essential workers. But in many cases, a lot of them aren't. A lot of them, a lot of people have their identity tied to their job, which I've never understood. Maybe I fall victim to it sometimes too. One second. Fuck. Here we go. Many people uh, fall victim to it. I sometimes fall victim to it. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm a substance, you know, group facilitator, blah, blah, blah. I'm an overnight shelter staff, blah, blah, blah. But really, that's not my identity. I think a lot of people are now trying to question who they really are. Who are they really? What's their value? What's their worth in this world? What is it that they are on earth for? Are you just some kind of, you know, You're just some organism walking around attempting to make this thing money, which in many cases means nothing because you can't buy shit because everything's closed. You can only buy the essentials. So really, you only need the essentials, right? Food, shelter, protection. Protection, yeah. And what I learned... Power, <laughs> you know? That's all you need. You don't need much else. You do not need much else. All this other extra shit, extra eating out, extra entertainment. You don't need a lot of that. And then a note on introvert, extrovert, that kind of war that they pit us against each other. Right now I'm outside and I'm loving it. Ain't got shit to do with being inside versus outside. It has to do with there's not many people outside, therefore... My energy and being sapped by all the people around. Nor all the people who are fucking trying to talk to me all the time. I think after X number of years of this series of audio journals, 
I've hopefully attracted the type of people who are similar to me. I hope. <laughs> I really hope. No extroverts. Well, who knows? Who knows who listens to this shit? I still, I still don't really fuck with the analytics of this show. Which may, might be, maybe that's a mistake. I don't know. But I make it a point not to sit there and be like, oh, did this episode do better than last episode? And check Spotify and all that shit. I don't do it. I just go off the top of the dome. Sometimes there's topics. I save that more for video. Because you don't want to be like what I'm doing now on video. <laughs> so, oh, let me light my smoke. <laughs> In the middle of the video. Mm, doesn't look. Doesn't look good. Looks a certain way. So anyway. Hope you all have enjoyed. Or at least... Found this rant interesting. Alright. It's Easter. Happy Easter. Go spend Easter with your... Some of y'all are already probably out of town. Whatever town you live in. You're out of town in another town. Spend Easter with family. Even though you're not supposed to be in groups of five. Two and shit like that. So. Hope y'all are doing good. Alright. Peace.